This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Corb with a hoe down the sideline. Can he get there? Blake the Great. Touchdown, Wolverine. 30 yards. Welcome back to Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Gus Johnson on Fox Sports with a highlight. Lo- loved hearing Gus on MSG last night calling the Knicks game. For the first time in like 20 years, Gus Johnson on the Knicks games. Who was the analyst? I couldn't figure that out. Oh, it was uh, Wally Zerbiak. Oh, I knew I knew the voice. I was yeah. like, who? And I had it in the four screen league pass. And I had the Knicks audio on because Gus was calling the game. I was like, well, I want to listen to that instead of some of the other game telecasts. And I was like, who is this analyst? I like could not, could not figure. And I, I you know, thinking of like Knicks players. I've heard this voice before. Like, who is it? It was, it was Wally Zerbiak. I wasn't going to figure that he, one. He does. Uh, he's always he does when he's not calling games. He does like the pre half and uh, halftime and post game show on MSG Network locally here in New York for the Knicks games. He's been doing it for a couple of years. Uh, Bill Pito, I think, normally is the host of that. At, anyway, and <laughs> things that people care about now. Uh, Talk some college football with our pal Joey Kinnish. He's going to join us in a second. Award conversation returns in 20 minutes. Evan Silva, 40 minutes from now with NFL bets for the weekend. All our bets for tonight in the Power Hour final hour of the program. But our friend Joey Kinnish joins us now. He is on Twitter at Joey Kinnish 22. He is a professional sports better, and he works for our friends over at The Hammer, at The Hammer HQ on Twitter. Kinnish supports us, listens to the show, has been coming on with us for years, comes on every week. Support him. Follow him on Twitter at JoeyKanish22 and his content endeavors with our friends over at The Hammer. Kanish, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Your coach has accepted his suspension, good sir. Uh, Your thoughts? Gentlemen, I usually come on here with with a celebratory tone, but after 300 years of American justice, this country has finally been undone and is no different than Russia, Venezuela or any of the other countries out there where the judicial system has failed the people. And it is with a sorry heart that I have to say that Jim Harbaugh has been outcast by what used to be a great country and a great establishment. Uh, and it's a tough pill to swallow here. Where are you, where are you, at? Where are you at right now? I am out walking the dog, uh, Really, you know, walking what used to be the great American streets of the country that I that I want. All right, all right, all right, We get it. We get it. Obviously, it sucks. What about uh? Mich- all right, can we get like real Kanish back? Your team going to cover this weekend? Three touchdowns against Maryland without Harbaugh on the sideline. Well, I tell you what, I think the number's a little cheap. I got to be honest with you, and I know so you've gotten a little. <laughs> You've gotten a little steam here versus, uh, you know, Michigan and Ohio State where 
it appears that, you know, that people are thinking to look ahead. You know, you've got the well. What, what, what if they're saving it all for next week? This is just a Maryland team that I don't think is any damn good. I mean, they haven't really showed anything in terms of the way that they've been able to, you know, move the ball or play defense or a lot of the things that, uh, you know, staple there. And so now that we're getting, I mean, there is some 18 and a half, even though the dog is, is barking there on the chirpins. Uh, I, I think the Michigan number is a little cheap. I think anything under, you know, especially if you can get an 18, but anything under 20 worth a small play there. I think, we've, I think we've come back into the house. We can hear the dog barking. We're settling in to do the interview. This is all very good. Uh, what? Any updated thoughts on the Heisman Trophy? Two conditions. Those are thoughts on Michigan. They probably win, and then they play Ohio State next week. Uh, obviously, McCarthy pro- pro- probably out of the mix now because no passes attempted in the second half. That was a tough one. Well, one, and it was a penalty. Uh, so it seems like kind of a core four candidates here. Bo Nix, the favorite, a minus price now, too. Michael Penix Jr., Jaden Daniels, who had about 900 rushing and passing yards last week, and Marvin Harrison Jr. in that order. Is that the right order? Do you disagree with any of those prices? I know you're holding Penix from preseason or, or early on, but like if you didn't have that ticket, like how would you look at these four prices, these four players? You know, well, I mean, I, I don't know if I would have to go over my initial lecture again against the McCarthy candidacy, but we'll, we'll, we'll move past that. But I have to say, I, you know, you, you would think that you're setting up for this Penix, Knicks, Pac-12 championship, uh, you know, showdown for the Heisman. It does seem like if Jaden Daniels puts up, you know, the, the type of numbers, even with three losses, uh, where I think that what is left for LSU to accomplish this season, it's basically just try and run it up as much as you can against the last two opponents and get him a Heisman trophy. They're not going to win a conference championship. They're not going to go to the playoffs. It's not outside of the realm of possibility that, you know, he he goes off and uh, hits some statistical domers in the SEC that haven't been done before. Um, he would be kind of the, the dark horse. I know the Harrison's got the, the opportunity to beat Michigan, goes in. I, I still think a number of things would have to happen uh, that are unlikely to, to kind of get that to slide in. Daniels is the one that interests me, uh, would be the most, and I know it's the one that's gotten bet down, uh, but gun to my head, I still think it'll go to the Knicks Penix Pac-12 championship winner uh, as long as one of those guys plays out and wins. Kanish, we, we got to save some time to talk about your, like, in all seriousness, like, your, the amazing Detroit Lions just continue to cover numbers and win football games. But before we turn our attention to the professionals here, like, what else do you like this weekend in college football? And Any bets stand out? Big games, small games, whatever. You know what? Uh, there, there's two of the best in the biz, two of the big-time games this weekend. First one, Auburn, New Mexico State. Now, my boys from Las Cruces, who we had a little future on, they're going to the champ. They're going to the Houston Championship. Unbelievable season, incredible team. But this week, their starting quarterback got banged up a little bit. I wouldn't expect them to go into this, you know, end of the season SEC game with a lot of them. I think it's a game that, you know, if you want to police Nary Taz, I, I just think New Mexico State. I don't want to say mails it in. But I don't think you're seeing their starter, Diego Pavia. I don't think a couple of the other guys who've been banged up will go this week. It's kind of a game where they've, they've already had – they're already going bowling. They're already going to the CUSA Championship. Why am I going to risk anything to go into Auburn, a team, an Auburn team that needs a win, that needs another statement game here, that finally got the offense rolling last week? This, one, this has been bet up a little bit. I still like it under 24, uh, New Mexico State. The other one will go to another SEC barn burner, Mississippi State, Southern Miss. 
Now, Mississippi State fires their coach. It looks like, uh, you know, it's been a disgusting season. Everybody's down on him. To me, this is the bye week here. Apparently, it wasn't a coach who was loved in the locker room. They're getting their starting quarterback, uh, Chad Rogers, back this week. All indications are he'll be back. So they've had this awful quarterback, too, who can't throw the ball. Rogers should be back. You get the week one, uh, like the post-firing bump here, and a terrible Southern Miss team that I think even Mississippi State and all their faults should be able to handle. Laid that anything 14 or better there. So we're going two SEC schools against the two peasants. Uh, give me Auburn, give me Mississippi State, both in get-right games this weekend. Kenesh, I know you were talking about New Mexico State there. I know we had like maybe a futures conversation about them. I think one of the first times we had you on the show, like right before football season started, uh, this football season at least, there there are look-ahead markets open for these conference championships. You mentioned like Liberty, New Mexico State's already set. Liberty's a 14-point favorite in the look-aheads. But another look-ahead that we have, I would just curious your opinion on Georgia opened three against Alabama. Georgia was quickly bet up in a bunch of places. It's four in a lot of places. Now, that doesn't mean that's what we're going to get you know, next week or leading into the week of the game. Just that it's like an interesting kind of food for thought thing. Like, is that is that going to be the number game week? Do you agree that it's like that's a pretty small difference, I think, between the teams? I kind of think Georgia's a little better than that number. Do you agree? Like, it's just, just an interesting Alabama season, not quite as good as last couple of years or as, you know, last 10 years, really. Georgia four against Alabama SEC championship. Does that make you want to bet anything? No, I lock. I agree with you. I think that you know what I I wasn't able to get any of the three, but if that that there would that would be the only position I'd be looking for there. I think you'll see that more. You know, as you trade up four four and a half, uh, you probably get some buyers on, on either side of four there. But it just seems like in terms of program standing, and I know Alabama's had a couple of good performances here uh, coming down the stretch. That it, it just seems from a few years ago, like we've had this more like this shift. And now Alabama's the team that's trying to get back over the hump. And I, I just, to me, isn't there. They don't have the weapons on the outside uh, that I think are in trouble Georgia. They don't run the ball as elite, even though, you know, Milrow's been dealing with a bit of a, he's been a much better passer, but you haven't seen as much of the, you know, the flashes uh, in explosive plays on the ground that he was doing early in the season. I just think Georgia as a program now has obviously unsurped Alabama, and this isn't the Bama team to get back into it. Uh, it would be Georgia for nothing, nothing or nothing for me at, at four at any of those prices. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to see an unsurping at any time soon in the uh, at the top of the SEC. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Thursday talking college football in the National Football League with our friend Joey Kanish, Pro Sports Better on Twitter at Joey Kanish22. Check out his work doing college football content for our friends over at the Hammer at the Hammer HQ on Twitter. My friends, I guess like I should ask if you have any other college football bets, we'd love to hear them. But like we got to talk about the Detroit Lions because they're amazing. Uh, Ken, um, pre- last hour we're talking about it. We'll get into it in about ten minutes from now. Dan Campbell, like. They go thirteen and four. Like Campbell's just going to win Coach of the Year. Like Jared Goff's twenty-five to one to win MVP. Like this, this team's awesome. Seven and a half point favorites against the Bears on Sunday. Kenneth, if you have anything else in college football, we'd love it. But also need to know your thoughts on the Lions coming up this weekend against Chicago. Well, let's just say Justin Fields picked a bad week to come back into the Lions' den, baby. I mean, it's and I, I tell you what. Listen, I mean, on a serious betting note here that we talked about on the show a few weeks ago, I talked about it with Lock Off. I think this team has a legitimate chance at the one seed here. I mean, I know this. I mean, as long as Josh Dobbs doesn't keep, you know, playing, you know, where they can get those Minnesota games here, 
the schedule just sets up so pretty here to go down the stretch and maybe have that but you know 14 and 3 13 and 4 type of season whereas Philadelphia even though they've been playing you know fantastic have gotten on the right side a lot of these you know short prices here i mean they're a dog this week at KC then they've buffalo 49ers cowboys see i mean it's you're talking about two teams playing at if you you want to say you know Philly's playing at maybe a, a you know is a a couple point, point of two points better than Detroit but look at the state. That, I mean, there's some NFC one seed out there. I think the Lions still priced four, like four to one, four fifty. I'm not saying that we're, this is the best team in the NFC. I'm saying this team can be the one seed. Um, and then you know, you get that one seed, you get the buy. I mean, we've already been dreaming here in Motown, baby. But I, I think that's the best bet on the board in terms of a Lions future is uh, them to be the NFC one seed or the overall NFL one seed. Um, out there i think they got a legitimate shot the team is almost completely healthy right now um and, and there's just not a lot of flaws in uh what, what's currently going on right now in detroit yeah and, and to Kanish's point like so detroit schedule real quick chicago green bay new orleans chicago again denver who we like but like it's still denver and they're hosting the game minnesota twice in the last three weeks and at dallas like we do the eagle schedule it's like not even close and again to Kanish's point where's where are those prices likely to go the Lions are more than a touchdown favorite. The Eagles are a dog. You know, the Lions are going to get you know, the price going to go up to be the one seed. No, it's going to go down because the Eagles are likely to lose a game. That makes a ton of sense. Kanish, anything? We'll do random bets in a second. Anything else in the NFL? Eagles, Chiefs playing Monday night. Who's going to win MVP this year? Some random angle that we're not talking about right now. Anything else in the NFL here? We'll do a little bit of, of wacky random stuff maybe to close. Am I crazy for loving like the the, the Bills bump here? Uh, and I know like the, the you guys have, have, have you know purposely come down on Buffalo and Sean McDermott and some of the. I just like the I, listen. I think this Jets team is horrific in every in every like like the, the the offense is just disgusting right now. I know the defense has kept them in a few games. It just feels like one of those post-firing bumps. Like, I'm not going to compare it to the, the Raiders-McDaniel situation there, but I think you kind of got the stew out of, uh, you know, like the, the maybe uh, whatever the problem was in Buffalo. You change up, you get it, you get that week one bump here, and you get it at home against the Jets team that I don't think uh, can, can keep up here. So Buffalo was one that I laid. Also, obviously, a teaser option, uh, a Bills-Lions, uh, you know, pre Pre-Thanksgiving week teaser sounds like, uh, you know, uh, it could be stuffing your bankroll. Am I right? <laughs> Just, I mean, the guy is a, a freaking legend, man. Uh, Kanish, <laughs> let's, let's close with this, man. Uh, anything else in the accounts, a random bet that you've got for us, please, um, for our listeners and viewers? Uh, we all love it. Maybe Joey Skates? You know what, baby? Yeah, you know what, Joey, Joey Skates is, uh, the, you know, the, quiet, the Coyotes and, do uh, play tonight for what it's worth. The Coyotes are on the ice tonight in case you wanted to go that route. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, look, this isn't even trolling. I have a bet on the Coyotes tonight. You want me to do the Coyote horn? No, oh, 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 yeah. we're going back, baby. <laughs> I don't care how many times we got to run this show here back. I got the Coyotes on the ice tonight versus the Jackets. Um, the only other Blades of Steel one I had uh, was the, or Unleashed the Kraken, baby, the Kraken in Seattle uh, uh, versus the Islanders. So those were the two Blades of Steel ones I had. Uh, hey, we, we'll keep riding our Coyotes. Hopefully they come through for us tonight. I, I like the Islanders in that game, and now I don't like that Kanish is going to be on the other That's side like a, with, with, with like Release the Kraken. For, 
Battle for like who's who's like not completely gassed basically playing that game. The team's well, I mean, recently. The, Isl- yeah. the Islanders' best goalie is playing in the game, Varlamov. So looking yeah, forward Varlamov. to that. Kanish, uh, Under. Kanish, we'll we'll be, we'll talk to you next Tuesday or Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Hey, sounds like a plan. Hopefully, uh, you know, I'm not standing outside picketing the Supreme Court for the downfall of America uh, and the Harbaugh family. The the great Joey Kanish joining us here on the show, my friend. Good luck with the bets. We'll talk to you next week. Good luck, fellas. Talk to you then. This is just, I mean, what a, what an absolute pleasure. Uh, Kanish is the man. On Twitter, Joey Kanish 22 at the Hammer HQ on Twitter. Coming up next, Ken and I will continue our conversation on awards in the NFL. We'll continue Coach of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year as well.